just movie scripts. Yeah, not just movie scripts, but the top screenplays of the new century. The 101 greatest screenplays of the 21st century. The 21st century so yes. far. Because yes, we're so 21 far. years Asterisk. in, and we had to get the list done because the world is ending, yeah. and we want to make sure we get that list written. Yeah, there's no way There's no way anyone's doing this at the end of the century. That's right. There will be nothing but ashes. When That's the right. aliens come, they need to know they need what to know the top which films were. Just, yes. We'll make Screen great plays. pets. Yeah. Yeah. Which Coen brothers did they like most? Now I know. Yeah. Ken liked this one. That's um, why society collapsed. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, the Coen brothers didn't do it. It's not Maybe the Coen that wrote the Garfield movies, but not the actual Coen brothers. <laughs> which uh, is why Bill Murray did it, by the way. John Coen. Yeah, he yeah. thought it was the Coen brothers. Maybe more than an answering machine. Someone could. I'm thinking you. of changing right. my name to Joel Cohen so I get more work. Yeah, more people, no more people answer your call. Yes. <laughs> it's Paul Thomas Anderson, but the Paul is P-A-L. <laughs> um, and our host is Shay McKeeweber. Hi. Hi, Shay. And, Hello. And I don't know what podcast this is for because we've all dabbled in different podcasts. Yes, we don't but even have a place to host it Not anymore. really. We'll probably be on quarantine commentaries because we pay for it. But Sure, uh, yeah. But it's, it's its own thing. Ken told me that uh, my union, the the Writers Guild of America, had this, this idea, this initiative. Yes, I was on the committee that came up with it. It was actually my idea. Um, we've done this 101 Greatest Screenplays in a couple of different formats. We did the 101 Greatest Screenplays in 2006. We did the 101 Best Written TV Shows. Then we did the 101 Funniest Screenplays, hosted by Rob Reiner. They were all great. And I figured, come on, let's do another one. But look, they tend to be very heavily male-focused. So my idea was, if we just, you know, if we just do these in the... If we relegate the list to the 21st century, there's got to be more diversity. Yeah. It would be like voting for, like, like who are the best presidents of the 20th century? It's they're going to be white males. Yeah, um, who are the best landowners in 1776? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, so historically, yeah. we're a little hamstrung. So yeah. hopefully, this list will. Well, I am drinking a mint julep while we do right, this. Right, I mean, right. I am a throwback human being. There's, there, it worked. There are ladies yes. and, and, and gentlemen of, of yes. different uh, nationalities yes, on this list. I'm very list. pleased with my list and, and the overall list, which which hasn't dropped yet. It hasn't dropped yet. Here's the concept. Every writer, even people who came up with the idea and people who did not, got to submit what they thought were the 15 best that were then aggregated by uh, math people to figure out what the actual 101 top screenplays of the 21st century so far were. And we're going to do two episodes. This is episode one. This is the episode where we're going to reveal our 15 that we submitted. Now, they didn't have to be ranked, but because it's just another thing to argue about, we decided to rank ours, and it also adds a little fanfare. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we'll put a drum roll in, in post. And we're anal. Yeah, and we're very anal retentive, and we can not only argue with the choices, we can argue where they are on the list. Correct. And, uh, and, and, and the also, referee supervising us is my lovely wife. Yeah, and I was going <laughs> to say, I am not a member of the Writers Guild, so I have no dog in this fight. And I just really just want to make fun of both of your choices because yeah. I'm just a member of the public. Yeah. You know, that's who you're writing for. Well, we appreciate that. And, yeah. And, but you you do watch movies. Oh, you I, just, you just I, have yeah. your favorites. And sometimes writing isn't the most important part. No. But, no. So, <laughs> no. 
maybe some of these will be uh, not your favorites and uh, we'll uh, nod at you and you'll scowl at us and it won't uh, play over the air because this is audio. Right. No one will be able to tell the awkward tension. And and yeah. since Shay is not a member of the, of the Writers Guild, we we're embargoing the episode until after it drops, and we're embargoing Shay. She's not allowed right. to She's leave the allowed. house or have any human interaction. She's wearing Bose headphones. Yes. She's not allowed to hear the actual show <laughs> right. that she's on. We have her off stage yeah. in, yeah. in a <laughs> private booth. She's just looking at people's booth. mouths to see what movie they're talking yeah. about and chiming in on a whim. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> Because, uh, and, and by the way, we're doing this at our home, our lovely home in Glendale, California. It is lovely. And uh, our, our nanny is watching our beautiful child. And we don't know how long that'll hold. Cause so, so the child may make an appearance. Yeah. Uh, look forward to that. Yeah, Her hear- favorite movie is um, The Great Muppet Caper. No, no, Moana. <laughs> and well, Moana. Of, of this century, oh, Moana. Of this century, yes, Moana. Yes. And uh, the Jason Siegel Muppets. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes, correct. <laughs> uh, but she has good taste. But she will only watch Moana after Dwayne The Rock Johnson sings the song. But yeah. she loves that last hour ten. The 30 minutes before. <laughs> Not crap, into it. Crap. Not into Not it. Not worth it. Never watched Not it, it Nothing. once. Nothing. <laughs> it just doesn't land with her. Yeah. No. But uh, she's already a cinephile, and we love her. Um, but uh, we, let's get started. Yeah, we're just going okay. to start at the bottom. Rip the Band-Aid off. Um, Number 15. Do we, do we want to talk about the process of making the list or just go through I, I think as it relates to, like, for instance, so my number 15 movie is not necessarily... It's not a movie. We were it's, already it's, we're it's, already roughing it. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like the last movie on my list in terms of what I like. Look, my filter was these are screenplays. Yeah, so, screenplays. So I'm picking so the, the screenplay. Script, yeah, the script matters. Even though we never read the screenplay, we don't know what yes. the screenplay is. But I'm guessing. So, like for instance, number fifteen on my list is Pan's Labyrinth. Now, that's a movie oh. that I like better than many movies on my list. Yeah. But I but I think what I like about the movie is the direction and the and the tone Absolutely. and the and the cinema and the effects so, so there's so much that went into making that movie but yeah. as, as a screenplay it just squeaked onto my list at yeah. number 15 also it's in Spanish yeah yes. I mean, so, yeah. foreign film so. <laughs> yes foreign film subtitles yeah. um, Guillermo del Toro um, fun with fascism yes yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's just it. It's he does extraordinary things. It's it's a fable. Yeah. There's dead children. There's monsters, yeah. and somehow he make he makes it all work. Yeah, and it all and it's one of those it's one of those magic tricks where he ties it into uh, all the magical stuff is also paralleled by all the horrible stuff that's happening in the child's life, and sometimes that can seem like really like rote and heavy handed, but it all just like kind of layers on to itself perfectly. And uh, I love that movie. It's not on my list. I actually, that movie is why I don't like some other Guillermo del Toro movies as much because I feel like it's such a high bar. He, and he's also doing similar things. And like, I, I'm just like, I liked it better. I like the version of this bit better in, in another movie. And it's Pan's Labyrinth. That that was, I forget what year it was, but that was one of my favorite movies of, of that year. Same here. It, it's great. Made the list. It made the list. But you haven't actually read the screenplay. No, I haven't I haven't read any of these screenplays. I'm so, looking at my list. Well, well, you got to go by, you know, the story and the dialogue. And, but yeah, like, but I, like, will, I will like say... You, you can, like, look, the Academy... They, they award a best screenplay yeah. to a movie without ever reading the screenplay. Yeah, not well, ever, I mean, yeah. I got a stack of them. They yeah. send them to you. That's you true. just we choose do, not to read the them. The Guild or? does get the... 
No, I'm ki- I'm kidding. Nobody <laughs> reads these. Nobody things. Reads. <laughs> but it's well, the actors do. Hopefully, I would hope. When we did this, not to digress, <laughs> but when we did the hundred one greatest funniest screenplays. Yeah. Um, Coincidentally, um, this is Spinal Tap landed at number eleven. Yeah, and Rob Reiner oh, gave us wow. a bunch of shit. He's like, best screenplay, best screen. We didn't have. You never read we a script. We one. didn't have a script. Yeah, he's See? like, yeah. It's like when Larry David wins curb for writing. It's right. just like he wrote a couple paragraphs. Yeah. And then, or frankly, Borat. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's well, like well, what's, they're writing scenarios and and but, and, but, and but they're reacting to what happens. And that kind of yeah. leads into my fifteen and also my fourteen, I guess, which is. Both Borats? No, no, no. Ah, but I tried bold. not to pick movies like Adam McKay movies where like Anchorman were like, this was just riffed out of its mind. <laughs> like, I'm sure there's a screenplay and I'm sure it's lovely, but like clearly a lot of this was come up with while they were there. And like, so the couple comedies I have are the ones that I sensed are are that funny, but also it was... It was probably on the yes, page, it was like it, like the stuff is too like yeah. not not planned to the like Wes Anderson degree all the time, but like you couldn't have done that joke without telling someone, you know that kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, um, and my my the my fourteen and fifteen are both comedies. Um, you might make fun of this one, but I, this is also just an advertisement for it. It's my favorite movie of the current year. And it is, uh, is, we bought it on, no, we rented it on Amazon, and they give you two days, and I think we did nothing but watch it for those two days, because we were coming out of a pandemic, and it is just joy, and it's so funny, and, um, and in a way that movies aren't this funny anymore, and it's Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar by Kristen Wiig and Amy Mumolo, oh, Annie Mumolo, who also star in the movie. And, and wrote Bridesmaids. And wrote yeah. Bridesmaids. I and would make fun of you if I had seen this movie. Oh, you haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen no. it. You should see it. You can't once you see it. You can't yeah, make yeah, once fun of it. You, pop, so. you can't yeah. stop. It's so good. Yeah. And it, it also is like clearly the difference between Judd Apatow asked you to write a script and, and Will Ferrell asked yes. you to write a script. Because Judd Apatow, it's the one word title. It's very relatable. It's probably 20 minutes too long. And... They were all 20 minutes and, and Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar is like a tight 97. Nice. It's all jokes from beginning to end. You didn't see any of it coming. And, like, we had just watched it when you sent me the email to write this list. And I'm like, fuck it. It's going on it's there. Going on list. Good, good. Well, uh, it also shows, like, Jamie Dornan. Jamie Dornan. Fifty Shades that, of Grey. He's the funny. I can't that's why I he think, is not That's why movie, I think like, it's a good Nick screenplay. Actor. Because, yeah. like. Because it makes him funny. Yes, oh, he is so, so funny. funny. Yeah. He is so. They write his character so dry in the way that makes everything else funnier. And it just, like, that, that's got to come from them. And, like. Granted, it helps when you've written the movie, you love the movie, and then all the scenes are the two of you in them. And so uh, I think they really create a world for themselves in there. It's just, it's it's one of my favorite comedies of a long time. And High praise. All right. It's, yeah. it's going on my to-watch list. You should watch it. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was up there with a bunch of other comedies I love, but I'm like, this can't all just be batshit crazy comedies, yeah. can it? Um... I, she, you didn't call me for the comedy list. I would have. I would have added a lot of this well, to that. That's the other thing. Um, um, you talked about. Does this need any setup? My list. I'm trying to. You know, mix up comedies and dramas. Yeah. I'm trying. Me too. I, I'm I, trying to mix adaptations. I don't know. Except in one case, I tried not to do the same person twice. I same. I I I did the same thing. There were. I look. My list could have been all Wes Anderson and Pixar movies. Yeah. Same. You know. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I could. I could fill it with fifteen easy. And some Paul Thomas Anderson's yeah, and some. I, yeah. Exactly. But I. 
only went, you know, one only one per. Yeah. All right, so 14. 14. Well, do your 14 since you were sort of, you had them uh, in, in, in a Oh, candy. so yeah, so this is, this is a movie that might be improvised, but, like, I saw it three times in the theater in the same day because I kept bringing people to see it. It also helps that it's about 82 minutes long. Uh, and now it's I everyone. Now it's everyone's comments. favorite TV show, uh, "What We Do in the Shadows." Oh yeah, that's a good uh, one. which is a a uh, documentary about how vampires are trying to get into nightclubs in New Zealand. It's and great. it works so well. It's great. And I think it, it it has a joke in it so so good that I told it to Shay's eighty nine year old uh, great aunt, and she did not care. And he for killed it. her. But I kept. It did I, kill, it killed but her. I kept, She's now a vampire. I could tell she hated the joke. <laughs> I could tell that when the punchline was coming, she was not going to like it. And I just kept going because it's too good. It was. It's Jermaine Clement. He's doing. He's doing a talking head. You've heard the premise, and he says, um, "People always ask why vampires prefer to feed on virgins and." I say it's because you would probably like a sandwich better if you knew no one had fucked it. <laughs> it's a good joke, and, and, I, and, and I don't know why an 89 year old woman wouldn't respond to that. She, she likes turkey sandwiches. Yeah, I she just should like, understand. I just like, she likes them on fun. Yeah, yeah on fun. She just like, yeah. fucked a sandwich. Yeah. Shay, but you can do better than him. Yeah. Uh, is Judy Dench in it? Yeah, Judy Dench is my favorite. Judy Dench and Mag Smith. Um, One of my favorite scenes, and it's a callback, and there were a couple of in there it was when they're talking about how and, and again you know they could see it's, it's like big brother with vampires yeah. but um how inconsiderate he is you know when they brought somebody home and killed he's like you know maybe next time you put down some newspapers or something <laughs> right? and then and then 20 minutes later he, he i think it's taiki who, who played he brings someone home and you see him like he's yeah. putting down newspapers very considerate <laughs> yeah, yeah. And no that's one the, has that really yeah, i think it's that it's that completely outlandish premise that they then domesticate <laughs> like just like yeah but what do they do in between the stuff that's worth making a movie about yeah no and, it's, uh, it's great and it's it's two things that i'm completely over vampires and mockumentary i thought the same thing and then i saw them like and oh so my movies, god like they did it yeah. they did it wonderfully yeah so yeah, that's yeah. my fourteen. Um, so, um, well, you know, I'm looking at my list, and I, sh- I maybe should have made room for it because I did enjoy it that much. Um, number fourteen on my list, also hilarious, Moonlight. Hilarious. Oh, so funny. You know why? Because it's like three comedies in one. <laughs> well, that yes. handy Sandy. Hand- Sandy Handy. Yes. I don't know if we're allowed to. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, oh the, the Sandy Handy. I like that. Sandy yeah. Handy. Yes. Everyone remembers that. That was actually the, the working title. But yeah, that's what they called on, it. On yeah. Moonlight. Um, <laughs> just so, you know, uh, unexpected. It's it's it, it just hits me viscerally. I think it's a beautiful screenplay. Yet yeah, benefits from a couple of great performances. And, it's, God, it's gorgeous. It's beautifully shot. But it's just a good script. I mean, it's yeah. a hard thing to pull off those the, the, those three stories and then you've got to recast them which I guess is you know certainly a director thing not a writer thing but um, just a just a gorgeous beautiful everything about it is is unexpected the drug dealer who befriends the little kid you know I mean just all of it it's like yeah I I knew nothing about it but yeah like it's a wonderfully obscure title in that you go in and I was like oh it's about this and then like it you just yes, get, yeah, you, no get, idea. Like, you get like swept up in it you know yeah and I was uh, midway through the second triad when I realized oh the kid's gay yeah no I'm just it's, it, no I, yeah, I yeah, yeah. Some of yeah I think he's a drug dealer yeah 
Um, I don't think his mom's a, a nice lady all the time. Um, yeah, I, I... Money Penny, the actor. Money Penny, absolutely. And also the weird voodoo lady in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's a great movie. Um, did you mean to put La La Land? I did not. Okay. You, you, you. That's a joke from the Oscars. Everyone remember that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Barry Jenkins and his collaborators, yeah, that's a great script. As far as, like, tough adaptation, the script he did for If Beale Street Could Talk was also I just, love like, that movie. how do you... How do you turn that into a movie? Yes. And you're like, oh, like this. Yeah. That guy did it. That's very impressive. Like, there were a lot of movies like that where, like, the source material is so difficult that, like, I think, should I put that on the list? That was very hard. Adaptations you know I mean? are hard. Yeah, like, like right. you know, when I vote for, for best adapted screenplay, it's not just that I love the script, but how fucking hard was it to tur- to, to adapt that, that, a movie. that source material? Yeah. Uh, good pick. Um, Number 13? Everything you're saying, I was just like, should that be on my list? But I love these movies, too, Mm -hmm. so I'm currently still fine with it. Uh, 13, my second favorite Spike Lee movie from the writer of Game of Thrones, uh, 25th Hour. Um, He adapted his own book. Wow. Wow, Really? Um, And uh, I think... Was that a Richard Price book? I think it's collaboration. His yeah. His, oh, okay. oh, writing it. I, yeah. I, I thought it was just Benny, okay. but maybe I'm wrong. All right. Um, and I just, it's such a, it's such a, a clean, simple premise that, and I'm sure Spike Lee was part of it, but it came out in 2002, and the way they layer on what New York was going through in 2002 on top of this story of, of this guy like having to deal with the fact, cause, cause it begins, it's already over. He fucked up, you know, and, like, he comes through some dilemmas for the next step of it, but it's just a guy, like, just accepting his fate and, like, but or, and but just a lot of just good New York stuff, dealing with post-9-11 uh, and, like, Spike Lee, like, lays on that... Uh, that Blanchard music and is it Terrence? Is that who does the music for Spike Lee movies? Don't know. I, I don't know. But, Do you uh, think though that because Spike Lee did that? film that's why the new york of it all is there like do you think the screen i don't know it obviously wasn't no no it uh, yeah i i don't know if benioff added it or spike lee added it but like i'm sure spike heightened it yeah exactly i guess that's what he heightens things he does but uh i'm sure it wasn't in the book because the book came out before it happened that would be weird if he knew about it like that's the thing we'd need to be talking about but but (laughs) but but then the context of 9-11 changes everything that's already in the book it changes you know how how you how we present but i but there's just so many long like they're they're huge monologues but but because spike lee is cutting them in the way spike lee cuts them you don't realize it but like these speeches that really like sustain themselves it's a completely different thing but you kind of like can figure out why the speeches on game of thrones were so good so often is is like he's very good at them and uh i it, it was just a script i loved um i wasn't in the guild then but i would have voted for it then i i just i just like the riffs it goes on and i i put it on my list because i went through like my top tens and because i'm a nerd who has those and i'm like yeah, that's probably my one of my favorite scripts from that year. So I put put that on. There. I should have done the same thing and gone through my top tens. I think I think like some of my favorite movies of some of these years aren't even on my list. Like I know I loved Black Swan. It was my favorite movie that yeah. year. Not on my list. Well, wow. it's a, but also that would be one that like you watch and just like. But do I put it on the script list? You know what I mean? Like it, it yeah, has a great script, so but it's also yeah. like like especially because Aronofsky's involved with the writing. Like he's like. 
Does he just put a line in there and, the, and there's like, and then I'll do some fucked up shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's so visceral. And is that the screenplay yeah. or is that the direction? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, I don't remember the movie well, but I do remember the ending really well. And, and a lot of people say, like, all you have to remember about it, all, the only thing that makes a great movie is the last scene. Yeah. It's like what people remember right. when they walk out. Yeah. And it's and the dad thinking, taking him to jail. Yeah, he's going to jail. And, and you, for, for a long time, you think he's not going. Yeah. He's not going in. He's driving away, but yeah. he's, he goes to jail. And the, yeah, and the, yeah, it's, it's the dad going, here's what your life's going to be. Yeah. You're going to run. You're going to do yeah, this. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. see, yeah. it's almost Last Temptation of Christy, where like you just like, and this is what could happen if you don't go across this bridge and then, you know. And then he goes then in. Then you turn the blinker on and it's, you know. Oof, rough it's ending. A, it's a rough, powerful ending. Way to ruin the ending, yeah. too, for right. people Spoiler. who have seen it. You don't want to watch the 9-11 guy going to jail? Yeah. Tony Saragusa from the Baltimore Ravens, is not it? Right. Um, uh, my number 13. We haven't had a common movie yet, but I think we're about to, maybe. Mine is Parasite, number 13 on my Ooh, list. Not on not Venice on here. I didn't okay. put any foreign movies. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, now I'm because feeling... Because you don't like reading. It's too much like work. You go to I'm the movies, feeling, you just want it to wash over you. I'm feeling Feeling very, I'm feeling very xenophobic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I married a monster. You married a monster, yeah, but yeah, at least yeah. we have it on and tape. And it's racist. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We, have, we have it on tape for the judge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Parasite, what a script. It's like yeah. you never oh. know what you think it's this kind of movie, and then it's that kind of movie. And then the woman comes and says, Can I just look for something I left in the basement? And it's like, What the, the fuck? <laughs> but you watch um, it again, and you're like, yeah, he was always in that basement. Like, it's not like it's a weird thing that came out of nowhere. Yeah, it like, doesn't take a left turn yeah. like, say, um, a Nick Cage movie. M. Night Shyamalan, uh, uh, anything. Um, yeah, the, uh, oh God, the lieutenant, the bad lieutenant. Bad lieutenant. Port of call. <laughs> Did we see that together or just talk about it I a think lot? We saw it together. No, I saw it with Amanda, but we yeah. talked about it a lot, man. Um, so it doesn't take that kind of weird yeah. turn, but, it, but it's like... You know, so it, it earns the, the turn, but it's, what a good script. It's so just like, the, the, you know, the, the characters are so good. The family is mm-hmm. so good. The si- situations are so good. And he's got a lot to say about class. Well, yeah. I, I, I liked that because it's like here in America, we're always like, the rich are horrible. And I'm like, oh, yeah. no, people think rich people are just horrible everywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just so, so, so it's yeah. affirming. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. Affirming. yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's not just it's us. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, uh, they wrote a whole Joker yeah. movie trying to sell them. I was like, toilets overflow <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. It's not just here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. First thing you check is the toilet the politics toilet. of a country yeah, yeah, before yeah. you enter it. No, that scene stuck with me, though. Just the poop water going everywhere and just oh, the sadness I kept waiting like for that. someone to get electrocuted. It's oh, like they're, same. They're, yeah. You know, the light bulbs and there's water you coming get, up. You kept waiting for like yeah, an ice like, storm moment yeah, yeah, of like yeah, somebody yeah. sitting on the wrong thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but, but just great. It's oh, like, so uh, great. And I had to watch it twice. Like the first time I walked out, I was so I, discombobulated by, by the movie and what happened and then the fake ending and, mm-hmm. and then yeah. that, that I walked it was like how did you like that it was like and back in the day when we would go see packed theaters we would see movies, movies. And, theaters, yeah. and people were like how do you like it it's like I, I think I need to lie down like yeah. I just I needed to sort of absorb it and then it, seeing it a second time really really helped it you know resonate it's, it's more coherent but like it's kind of like when I, I in college I had to watch or I stupidly watched 
Mulholland Drive over and over again for a while. Like, I'm going to figure this <laughs> Man, out. Man, I love that. How is that out of my list? I'm going to figure this out. And it just like, it's like, nope, just the headache's no. getting worse. No. I love it, but I don't, I'm, you know, yeah. there's Mulholland, a lot of ways you could, you could explain this. None of them are concrete. And, and, uh, that, and that yeah. movie, the whole movie's a fucking accident. You know, it's yeah. a busted pilot. Yeah. They just got to add 90 I think minutes. That's why, yeah. I think that's why it's yeah. not on my list. Because yeah. I love it, but it's also David Lynch going, fuck it, it's a movie now. Yeah. It also <laughs> right. didn't come out, I think, in the time. It did. Did it? 2002. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I thought it was older than that. Well, it's old. I mean, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but it's uh, but it squeaked in. Yeah. There's so many of these movies I really had to struggle with. It's like, oh, uh, it's got to be being John Malkovich. Fuck, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nin- there's a lot in ninety nine. Ninety nine is swamp. And and you know what? I the nineties man. It's like um, you know. Cone Brothers, Pulp Fiction, yeah. Swingers, Train Spotting. I mean, I could, yeah. you know, the nine just to do the nineties would yeah. have been a really, really hard list. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. Oh God, you know, I, you know, Boogie Nights, uh, Magnolia. Boogie Nights, that? Magnolia. Yeah, um, Christ. Yeah, the uh, the Insider. I'm just naming movies I like from 1999. Yeah. Bringing <laughs> Matrix. Out the, bringing Out the Dead. I'm the only one who likes it. But it's great. It. <laughs> I, th- I think it's the only Martin Scorsese movie I haven't seen. I love it. I've never love seen it. 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 It's, tax- what if the, it's Taxi Driver, but what if there were four drivers? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to watch it. I, 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 think th- I think it was in a dark place in my life at the time. Well, you should like, not oh, watch it. <laughs> I, I don't think I can handle it. You should much. not watch it. Um, okay, you're th- you're th- you're 12. Wow. Yes. Okay, yeah. this was a there were you you let two spoilers out from the main list and this was one of them and I'm it's Ixnay ix on the other space. Yeah, it's awkward <laughs> it's awkward that it's on here because you were like, "Can you believe that we got ranked so high?" I'm like, "It's pretty high." Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's the Social Network by Aaron Sorkin and that that it's the adaptation thing. I'm like, how do you even make that movie? It's still going on. But it's so, like, tightly tells the story of this guy and also leaves room for him to become the even worse person he is now. And, like, and it's, like, Aaron Sorkin at his best is musical. It's, like, I had to pick one. I love listening to it. Yeah, I love his dialogue. And I also, and I think that's the best one because, like, David Fincher gives it, like, a real movie quality. I think sometimes... Aaron Sorkin scripts can make people not lazy, but like, this is fine. Just have them in the room and then they'll talk to each other. But like, that is also just a stunning movie on top of everything else. And like, he, he, and everyone's just doing their best job to, to tell this, this like story that like is so in flux and yet the movie works. I think really well. Any three parts and, interesting? I guess structurally, it's it's almost similar to to Moonlight in that it's looking at this guy in three different periods of his life. Of course, right. almost closer together. But but the, but it it's doing it. Um, Moonlight does it. Here's the beginning yes. part. Here's the middle part. That somehow we like, and it, they're not the first people to do this. Like you know, The Godfather Two just woke up and just like what? What are you talking about? But like, <laughs> but uh, it just weaves it in like. Pretty perfectly. Um, it's just, it just, it's, it, I would just say points for difficulty, and I love the movie, so I, that's why I put it on the list. Especially for difficulty, it's like, <laughs> so the, the, 
I, I didn't read the book, but the guy who wrote it, he's, he's an old Time Inc. reporter, yeah. and he's a journalist. Yeah. I'm sure it has almost zero cinematic Yeah, that first qualities. scene was yeah. not in yeah. that, was not in that no. book. And, and I can't wait for the sequel, because there's a lot to talk about now. Um, and maybe Andrew Garfield will finally get his due. Uh, but yeah, that's my number twelve, the social network. And there's nothing like his um, Sorkin's dialogue. It's like um, Molly's Game, which is not on my list, but fairly recent work. Yeah. Um, someone asked me how was it. It was just like way, way, way too much voiceover, and I loved it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the voiceover is really, really so good. Much yeah. So much voiceover. The, mo- the dialogue, it's, or just the idea of like the movie's okay, the dialogue's great. Yeah, the dialogue's you know? great. Yeah. Um, Kevin Costner showing up at the end though. It's weird because his speech is so good in in Molly's game, but it's also like I just happen to have your father right here. It's like the scene in Woody Woody Allen with Marshall McLuhan and Annie Hall. (laughs) (laughs) I just happen to have your father right here. Isn't it also too like the? I mean, maybe I'm misremembering, and I watched it on an airplane, so who knows? But um, like no, like she's kind of doesn't need anybody, and then all like it's like supposed to be female empowerment. Yeah, at the end, it's like you got to be saved by your dad, little girl. No, it's it's worse than that because it's it's written by. And I get it. Yeah. Everyone's dad needs to swoop in. Mine does all the time too. But still, you know. But, but it's also like it's wor- it's a little worse than that. Even though both speeches are great, because that scene comes right after Idris Elba explains to her like yeah. how to turn her life around. So like we got two two really well written mansplaining scenes. Yeah. But I think they button in a way where she's still her own person. But like. An is. argument could be made. But you are right, Ken, too. It is an Aaron Sorkin film, and he hates women. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, you know. The working title is Molly's Game and Her Dad, parentheses. Yeah. And Her Dad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saved by her father. Yeah. No. Not as much um, as Tyler Perry did once. That's but anyway. True. Um, <laughs> he only likes women when he plays them. Right. I'm just kidding, Tyler Perry. Send some money. Well, I think still no crossover. Your movie is not on my list. But I think that I'm looking at it, and there's not. I'm, I'm cheating a little bit. You're reading upside down. Cheat. And I think uh, I think that, that. But I also love all your movies, so there's just more to talk about. I like I like most of yours too yeah. so far. Um, What's your twelve? Now my number twelve is Lost in Translation. Ooh. See, they don't give you the last line. Couldn't make the list. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love how people are like people are still talking about it. it's like it's like. It's like yeah, the suitcase in Pulp Fiction. What's in the suitcase? Yeah. Like, what did he say to her? Yeah. He's like, yeah. it's like, it's like the whole you know point what? is you don't know. The whole point is you don't know. And not only that, but but it's such a great cheat for a screenwriter. It's like, I don't have to write some great fucking thing. But it's, thing. Also, it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. not even like... Yeah. like I, I think the suitcase in Pulp Fiction is like playing with the idea of a MacGuffin. But yes. Whereas Lost in Translation, it's almost more powerful that it's between them. You yes, know, like, yeah, no, it absolutely it, is. Um, not that I'm bad not yeah. a script for Pulp Fiction. That would have made the yeah. list if we were Correct. talking 90s. Yeah. But um, and by the way, and, and by the way, the, you know, so they they have the moment, and you don't know what he says, yeah. but you also don't like it. Doesn't set events in motion. You doesn't. Yeah. You don't see her. It doesn't solve all her problems. It no. doesn't send her out in the world. It doesn't save her marriage. It's between I mean, it's them. Just a it's moment. what they It's had. just a moment, yeah. and, and it's great, and it seems to be what she needed at yeah. the time, and, and maybe what he needed. But it's such a, you know, it, it, it's such a, it's Sophia Coppola, um, Coppola, uh, she wrote it, she directed it, and it's one of those things where I, where I don't think the, the yeah, yeah. I, I don't think the direction is what makes that movie. I think it's a great script. I just yeah, think it's it's, it's, great. A, it's she really, won an Oscar really yes. and she should have. It's yeah. great. So it, I mean, he said I farted, right? Like that's yeah. that's what he whispered. No, he in leaned in and said, "I will be Garfield." 
Someday. Someday I will be Garfield. Yeah. I hate Mondays. I, yeah. Lasagna's the best. I'm not wearing any underwear. I'm not wearing any mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, did she also write and direct On the Rocks? Yes. Didn't like it. Didn't yeah, like it? Well, no. I, really I like Bill Murray I, in I, it. I, I, yeah, you know what? I that's can't true. say I didn't like. I like Bill Murray in it, but it's it's a it's a pale shadow of this movie. Oh no! On the Rocks is a is a New Yorker cartoon. Yeah, it's like you could just see them like draw. He's just in his little sports car and his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like, love yeah. them driving around. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. And when he gets pulled over and gets out of yeah, it, yeah, I love Bill Murray. So I, yeah. I mean, yeah. she making that movie, and some people love Virgin Suicides a lot too. But making yeah, that I love as Suicide. your second movie is like. Oh shit! Do I have to make masterpieces all the time? Yeah, hard, like it's, it's right? a hard That's thing hard. to do, yeah. and I I think on the rocks is just kind of good it's fun. good fluff. Yeah, it's fun. it's fun, and you know, just like I don't have any heavy ideas. What if I just did a father that? and daughter, yeah. and a strange father and daughter? Let's till that soil again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. I, I didn't dislike the it. question. I wanted them to run into the people from the White Lotus when they went to Hawaii because <laughs> yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's the same resort. Uh, <laughs> All right, number 11. Oh, number 11. Um, I only picked one of these movies, and we, we've, we've uh, name-dropped this studio. And, uh, but uh, I'm going to go with my favorite Pixar movie of, of the new century, and that is Inside Out, mm. which was written by Meg LaFarge, with story by Pete Docter and Ronnie Del Carmen. And... Um, it's just, uh, I, I just think that that's, you know, it could have been Herman's head, and it's not. It's like, they, they, it's just so emotional, and I think it says a lot about growing up and, like, evolving, uh, and uh, how you're, literally how your thinking changes, but in a way that's also just, like, poppy and colorful, and the moment that makes me, Probably the moment that makes me cry the most in in the cinema of the last 21 years. Coco, the entire movie, makes me cry. Like, that's a loaded gun in your house (laughs) if you watch that movie. But uh, the single moment where Bing Bong is left at the at the oh, bottom of her self-conscious oh, shading. Richard Kind Richard Kind oh, oh. and he says take her to the moon I'm, I'm gonna cry yeah. right now yeah. and like the power of that they can do that man of getting to that, that getting to that moment and like I'm not I don't know it's coming and then it comes and it hits me that hard and we're not even done with the movie yet yeah. but uh, you, I, st- you still have to watch her best memories crumble and fall yeah. away and my uh, yeah just yeah just it's and it's just such a simple clean a kid it's a good lesson for children like you need sadness to have happiness like but also if you want to there's more there but it's also like you could watch this with your kid and like explain like shit's gonna be rough but it's gonna make you a more well-rounded person and like you know wait i still still haven't learned these lessons so forget about i I need sadness yeah exactly all your all your balls are discussed just not your head your skull is a bunch of green balls and uh but i figured i should put a pixar there's a lot to choose from and I and I went with uh, Inside Out. I almost went with Wally, but no one talks for yeah, that... about forty minutes in that movie, so I went with a chattier one. Um, but uh, yeah, I went with Inside Out at eleven. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna attempt a little psychoanalysis. Do you think you picked Inside Out over all the other Pixar movies of this century because you have a little girl? I think that might have contributed to it. It definitely now, and, and in a good way. I'm certainly now. Not, yeah. I mean, it's um, 
I love it more. Yeah. But uh, I, I you, you know, you making the list. as a man without who saw it when he wasn't married and didn't have a child, I'm like, that's the best movie I've seen this year. But uh, it definitely, okay. and I wonder what it'll be like to watch like Monsters Inc. now because my kid essentially is Boo from Monsters Inc. That's great. And, and uh, I'm Sully, and I guess you're Mike Wazowski, but we'll uh, figure it out later. Sure. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, I guess I can be Billy Crystal. Uh, well, I did the same thing you did. I only have one Pixar movie on my list, but I'll get to that much later. I ranked much it. Number I ranked 11. It higher. What do you um, got? Juno is on my list. Woo! Oh, a shame movie. Shame movie. Shame movie. I do, shame I do movie. like Juno. Is that right? <laughs> oh, I love I remember I love Juno, too. Yeah, I remember my cousin had this rule back From the director of Up out. in the Air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yes. talk about it. But, but she had a rule where she was like, I only watch R-rated films. I don't know why, but she just thought PG-13's for pussies, you know? But we saw that, and she was like, that's really good for PG-13. I'm glad we saw it. And yeah, for like, yeah. for PG-13 about this. about a teenager having an abortion. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, what or not having one. Yeah, yeah. we're not yeah. having one. Yeah. But, I mean, but yeah, I remember. Yeah, there's, it's just like, it's one of those movies... That like it's almost like Arthur or like movies like that. There where every line is a line. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. And like sometimes that can get grading, and it just doesn't in that movie. I mean, the acting helps, but like yeah, it's part of the like, performances. But, uh, those three leads are, are great. But like every there's no character. Like Rain Wilson has zingers, and he's the guy in the convenient. Everybody has like the funny line, and it doesn't get grading or annoying, and it's it's. It, it's great. It's it's, great it's an auspicious debut by Diablo Cody, who's mm-hmm. written other things I like that yeah, are no, not no, paid I, to as paid as much attention to. But like, yeah, that's an amazing first script to to get going. Yeah. Um, uh, it's uh, it's fun. It's funny. Um, it it's it's got real insight into how young people think and live and deal yeah. with shit. J.K. Simmons um, saying, J.K. Simmons, God, he's so, so good. good. Saying, oh, what's wrong, Juno? You wrecked the Previa? <laughs> like, just so good. Okay, <laughs> number, number 10. 10. Kind of a foreign film made by Greek weirdos. Uh, the Lobster. <laughs> oh, love it. I made myself a note that it was not on my list and should have been. <laughs> yeah, there you right go. Here. Lobster. Um, he, uh, this guy takes swings. This guy takes premise swings. I could have put, um... Two, maybe three of his movies on here. Um, I'm going to go with this one because it was the one when I saw it kind of blew my mind that, like, he was able to carry this premise out. And uh, such a – and the talk about powerful endings. Like, Uh, you you almost, uh, like, gasp when it cuts to black. Yeah. Now, and, Amanda uh, had her head in her hands, and then it cut to black, and she's like, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he, of course, went on. Did he win for the favorite? I, like, the favorite is the more palatable one while still being weird yes, and still yeah. being brilliant. But, like, this was, uh, I've since watched some of his previous stuff, and the one after this is also a premise that's completely messed up called Killing of a Sacred Deer. Yeah, but, I have seen that one. But uh, The Lobster, just the idea of what this movie is and, like, the universe it exists in, it doesn't. And, like, explains to you how the universe works as it goes on. There's not, like, a voiceover. It's like, here we are. It's the guy literally checking into the clinic and saying, I'm single now. And he goes, well, in 30 days, if uh, you don't find uh, someone to love you, we will turn you into an animal. Which animal would you like? (laughs) It's just, it's so... And And it's kind of a thin premise but it, it it completely works because that's he makes that world so real yeah. and those little the meetings with um, is it Olivia Coleman who who runs the place yes. and does the little meetings every no night? no no so, Olivia Coleman is the one who wants to date him 
Isn't she? Isn't she the blonde one who like? Maybe I gotta watch it again. Yeah. No, I think she's the woman who 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 does the meetings. Yeah, who does yeah, the meetings. Yeah. Um, and so the, those add another layer to it. But still, so you're watching the movie, and for me at least. I feel like this could be running out of steam. And just when you think you... you he changes just, it completely. He flips it. He, <laughs> he flips it. He's like, he's like, no, you see this is crazy. And the people, and now we're with the people who know it's crazy. Yeah. And yes, can we all agree this is crazy? And Everything like, is crazy. And then it's like, no, no, no. They're, they're crazy too. They're yeah. whacked. Yeah, no one can figure this out. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, yeah. Ben Wishall, the cast is yeah. so good. Yeah, it's um, a great script. But uh, Except yeah. every time I hear his voice, I just think of Paddington Bears. Pat- we'll so. get to that. Yes. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. D- yeah, two Wishalls on here, at least. I'd, I'd have to think back on some of the other ones. Um, but yeah, The Lobster, number 10, coming in hot in the top 10. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, my, my top 10 is Lady Bird. Oh, Lady oh, Bird. Yeah. There you go. See? You see, you... No. Listen, it's a great movie, so I won't say it's like yeah. you're like, I'm gonna get women on Look, this list. Yeah, you, <laughs> I think you went back through and knocked out some white dudes. I was very well, conscious of getting some diversity on my list. Yeah. I, I thought it was important. But also I remember look, I love the movie. It's a I great movie. Script. It is a great, and, great and movie. Maybe great it, maybe this is this is a combination of a of a Listen, I'm, director, I'm, you're doing more for I'm, women. I'm doing yeah. more for Greek weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great script. It opens strong. Um, the guy, when she fucking falls out of the car, oh God, it's so just good. like... It's, yeah, I mean, it's the, not. there are some great three-hour movies, too, but like tight, tight, yes, tight. tight. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and her adaptation of... We love her adaptation of Little Women. Oh, yeah. That's just like probably such a great script. Although, well, I gotta tell you, when Bob Odenkirk shows up, it's like, I'm literally just, I, people love it. It's like, oh, it's Bob Odenkirk. I, I, I almost, like, I was like, what? It's so See, weird. Like, it's, it's so it's, weird. But, it's, I, but I was braced because, like, Chris Cooper had already, already showed up. And I'm like, okay, this is gonna get weird. But it's, <laughs> it so takes me out of the movie. It's like, why didn't you just kiss Mel Brooks? You yeah, know? Right, what, right, right, right. You just have somebody, he just come blasting in the room. was like, where are all I, my Little Women? It's I like, think, I See, I think when we got that screener, we got the script. I I want to look and see if it says Bob Odenkirk comes in. It blows Ken's mind. But uh, I'm just I'm just giving her credit as a writer. Like she's, it's great to get one of her scripts on on the list. Yeah, no, she she's uh, she's a yeah, falling out of the car. Yeah, she's 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 a great writer. She's got the benefit of these great actors. Um, yeah, I just uh, you know I love the script. I love the movie. That's Great movie. two teen angst films in a row. Well, he's going through a little... Well, well, yeah, we'll get to Edge. What are you well, going through? It, when is it? <laughs> yeah. when, well, Pan's Labyrinth is it. Yeah. Well, and Moonlight. And at the time, I, was, I, I wasn't ranking them, so Lady Bird was actually higher on my list, and Juno was much lower. It's yeah. like, yeah, i got to rent up this 15 yeah. L Juno. Well, when is Edge of 17 coming? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's And Booksmart. <laughs> Booksmart. Booksmart. There you go. Yeah. Uh, okay, number, number nine. This one we're both going to have. Uh, we still haven't had a crossover. Two two Colin Farrells in a row. In Bruges. In Bruges is on my list. Up yeah! 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 We have a People match. love the wrong movie of his. <laughs> it's fine. Three billboards, whatever. This is the masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. <laughs> it's a f- I saw it on Valentine's Day with our friend... Gene uh, She, she said, I, she asked me to go see, I think that movie definitely, maybe. And I said, <laughs> I will see that if you let me see this afterwards. And then. You did a double? I did a double, and in Bruges, it's Valentine's Day, and I fell in love. It's a, it's a great movie. It's like, a, and like, he's done, uh, 
uh, some recognizable screenplays since. Three, the one that got a lot of attention was Three Billboards. I also like Seven Psychopaths. But yeah. this is the one where, like, the voice of it is just so original. And the the act... Because this is these are hard characters to pull off, hard lines to, like, make seem... Like, not empathetic, but human on top of, like, the, the horrible things they're saying. But, and the acting is so good. And it builds to this uh, perfect moment uh, in the middle uh, where, I, it's so old, I can say. Have you seen it, Shay? Yes, the, I've seen The it. moment where the, the Brendan Gleeson character has oh, to God. kill the guy he's been hanging out with. Like, they essentially have sent him to, like, the, the the mafia Don's favorite vacation spot to cheer him up before he's murdered, and, and which is Bruges. And so Brendan Gleeson is like following uh, Colin Farrell, and he's 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 regretting it, but he knows he has to shoot him in the back of the head. And he puts the gun. Colin Farrell doesn't know he's there. He puts the gun to the back of his head, and at that moment, Colin Farrell puts the gun to his head to kill himself. And Brendan Gleeson goes, "What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a great moment, and then, and then he's pissed at him because he sees him with a gun. And yeah. He has to hide him. Were you gonna back. shoot me? Yeah, ah, what? <laughs> no, they're they're so good. It's like so. For, you, you've got you've got Colin Farrell, Brendan Gleeson, and Ray Fiennes. Yeah. None of whom are really comic actors when you think of comic yeah, actors. It's all the writing. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's it's all in the writing, and they all pull it off, and they're so good. They're so, such good characterizations. Look, this could be really trite. Like there could be an American version of this movie. Where it's I like, scared there oh, would be. we're gonna take the two hitmen and send them on vacation to Disney World, yeah. and and it's gonna be a romp, yeah. and it's gonna be, um, I don't know, Vince Vaughn and Will Ferrell, yeah. I, whatever, they'll ruin it. But, but, <laughs> but coming this summer, yeah. 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 Okay. But but it's it's a, it's number three on my list. Yeah. So I, it's wow. it's just a, it's it's a great script. Um, it never stops surprising you. Yeah. You know, he hooks up the woman. They tr- someone tries to rob him inside job. The, you know, shoots him with the cap. Yeah. Um, he that little, that guy hooks up with Ray Fines on the yeah. stairs. He's like, who is that? It's the blind boy. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. All of it. And Ray Fines has so many great moments. So good. You know, it's it's a fucking inanimate object. And you're a fucking inanimate object. But if you, yeah. And, and like and you when, read when, that, when he's, but when you he's, have to find the right person to deliver that line, or it's gonna right. sound like nonsense. He's got one great line when he's buying the bullets, and he's he's like, "Do you want? We have the, these dum dums, the the exploding bullets." And Ray finds just he pauses a beat and he says, "I know I shouldn't," with that Cockney. Says, yeah. I know I shouldn't. And he and he's like, "But then he buys the dum dums." It's so like, bad. "Oh, it's so good. It, it really yeah. is. It, it's a gem." And he has made, yeah, I don't think he's made a movie as purely fun as that one yeah. since. But um, he and his brother have been his doing brother, good work oh ever man, since. Cavalry. Cavalry uh, and The Guard, which I oh, love. Oh, The Guard. I love The Guard, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. All right, number three a on my list. A fun family. <laughs> number nine on your list. Number nine on my list. Um, oh, and we know what his number three is. Yes. Yeah. yeah I spoiled it. No, I, yeah. No, that's okay. Yeah. Um, it had to be a Charlie Kaufman movie. I really wanted it to be uh, being John Malkovich. Uh-huh. Uh, 1999, can't do it. Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And, and I was very torn. Is, is it this or is it Adaptation? God, Adaptation is so much fun. It's got the benefit of Nick Cage. Um, but Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, as a screenplay, it's just so... 
it, it's so like it's it's science fiction, yeah. but it's but it's not. It's not presented like yeah. science fiction. I mean, literally, the device that these people wear it's it's practically you know a, a colander with yeah. with wires in right. it and, yeah. and clothespins. It's uh, shot like the indiest movie you can imagine, yes. and like it's like it shot like an indie romantic comedy from like the nineties, and then layer in all these science fiction concepts on top of it, and that's the filmmaking also because like. The script itself, like, uh, like all that stuff is described, but, like, if you just read that script, it's amazing, <laughs> all the things he's doing. And, and he's saying such simple, such a simple, beautiful thing by the end of it, and uh, I love yeah, that Yeah, and then, and then what, he, what he does, by he plays with time. Yeah. And, and so you don't realize what's happening, when it's happening. The, the clue later is, is the two different colors of, of her hair. Yeah. Um, but at the t- at the time you're watching, you don't know that you don't know that he's playing with time at all, and that's that's just it's a brilliant trick, and it and it completely works. I told Shay this story the other day. I I had an internship for about a week at Laura Ziskin's office when I first moved to L.A., and they had the room of the room of scripts, and the other the other intern said, "You can come in here and you can read any of these." And they started pointing out a couple of them that I might interested. Like they were like, "This one just sold for eight million dollars," and like it was Paycheck. Do you ever remember that movie, Paycheck? Yeah. That's and on your list. That's right? on your list. That's number one. I don't one. know when we're getting to that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the other one was that that's Charlie Kaufman's new script, and it was Eternal Sunshine, and it read five, ten pages, and like I want to see this movie. I was like, I don't want, I don't want to ruin this. It's right, too good. Right, yes. And uh, it it is on my list much higher. And as I said at the beginning. Crossover. Crossover. It's <laughs> two in a row. And I have it at three. And my other, and I said I repeated one writer twice. And my number one, just from you can't say what it is. Don't yet. do We're it. Not don't there yet. Don't know what it is. We're not there yet. The no. But like, I do have two Charlie Kaufmans. Um, and and look, you know, deservedly so. He's just, you know, I loved Synecdoche. People don't like that movie. I love Animalisa. I love Animalisa. I love Synecdoche. I'm fine with. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I get that people love it if you want to. And I just wasn't in the mood. Maybe I need to watch it again. It's just a hard thing to get revved up to watch again. Unlike Eternal Sunshine, which is yeah. like got its downer Kaufman moments, but also just ends up kind of beautiful and like. Yeah, it's a great. Movie. Did you great say? Test. Wait, so you said that one was your number three? Eternal Sunshine yeah. was my number three. So we've knocked out so our you're, threes. But your nine was his number three, and your nine is his oh, number. What's happening? What's happening? I'm playing those numbers See? in the lotto. Everyone yeah. was like, "Yeah, that's how you host a podcast." Yeah. yeah, well done. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason. Yeah. Uh, number eight. Number eight. Um, is, this is just a lesson in. Um, setups and punchlines to me and that's and not, and not only and in, in a cool way not just jokes but like the way they tell the story and my number eight is Shaun of the Dead nice. where it, where they do everything they do in the second half of the movie in the first half of the movie without zombies and then they do it with zombies at the end so everything is like and if, so it's constantly rewatchable because it's it's a con it constantly references itself and it's just it's just such a clever bit of simple writing. I love the concept also, and it just builds to these like it it uses the horror stuff and the like dramatic stuff that's kind of played straight to make the funny stuff at the end like pop even bigger, like become such a relief, and it's just such a great lesson on that kind of storytelling. And um, 
I've loved some Edgar Wright stuff since, but like this is the first one, and it's just like I remember what the hell was this? Why didn't anyone tell me about this? And like just how much um, I enjoyed it, and like wanted to like get a chance to make a movie like this, and I, so uh, it's it's pop, but it's I I really love it. It's it's number eight on my list. Shaun yeah, of Shaun of the Dead, Dead and, and Hot Fuzz, I think, really, you know, great. were un- great. under the radar at the time they came out. Yeah. Um, and I watched Spaced After, which I also love, their TV show from England. But, like, but, uh, sh- yeah, Shaun of the... Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, look, Shaun of the... It's one more thing that I'm done with is zombies don't give a shit. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you watch the movie and it's like you can't not laugh at it it's really funny it's and, really it's it's great and it's one of the it's also it's like i was saying it's one of those movies where clearly all the great directorial flourishes and he wrote the movie are in the script like where they keep revealing in the first scene that they are not by themselves like they're having this very private conversation and they keep in their light and they keep revealing that more and more interlopers are sitting right next to them but you can't see them and just like it's just it's it's just such yeah. funny gags that are all that you all that's have. A, that's a director's that you gag, have to but all, it's in the script. Yeah, it's yeah, it's such great gags that you have to like be the director writing it to do. And not all auteur directors like I feel like do that. Where like like this joke is funnier because of how I'm gonna shoot it and I'm gonna put it in the script and explain why. But like just the idea of like I said, the first scene where Sean goes to the convenience store. Everybody that's that's on that long tracking shot in the uh, in the next time they show it is dead and is a zombie <laughs> but they're still doing the same things so it's just like just that idea of mirroring is so funny to me and it just well and also we're it's, all just zombies we're all just zombies baby yeah, we're all just doesn't zombies. matter if we really you are got not. you got red yeah. on you uh, yeah. So again, yeah, I, it probably shouldn't be above in Bruges, but I put it, but I put it at eight. Yeah, what were you the, thinking? The numbering is it's odd. a little high for you. It's a little high. Yeah, but I'm a little high, oh, so it's so. fine. Well, Edgar Wright has a new horror movie coming out. You're gonna go see it. It's not a funny one though, so That's I'm right. not gonna go as quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm okay on Baby Driver. I don't do horror either, and I had to drag Amanda to see Get Out. Yeah, uh, she's like, no, it's a horror movie. It's like, yeah, but it'll be. It's so like I a, cheated. Yeah. If I do go see a horror film, I Wikipedia the entire plot. Uh, and so, so I knew what no was surprises. happening the whole time, but oh I was like, God. God, this is genius. Yeah, if you yeah. didn't know what was happening right now. Yeah, it'd be yeah. really fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I ruined it for me, but at least I'm not scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, but I'll see, yeah, the, I'll it, see it, the Edgar Wright. It looks and great. And what's also funny is... Um, uh, when Us came out, she did the same thing and didn't want to go. Yeah, I was like, I don't need to see that. Don't That's need fine. It. I don't need I'm to go. Good. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> too weird for me. Because you're wicked. I'm like, yeah, this is too scary. Don't need yeah, it. Yeah. I, I hear you. Anything with scissors. Come on. Anything with scissors. What's your eight? eight? Number eight. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo oh. Rabbit. Two uh, Watitis in the house. He, he won the Oscar, yeah. deservedly Deserve. so. Great. Um, it's just a great script. And, and again, we're talking about the degree of difficulty on that adaptation. Yeah. Um, Hitler, Have you read the book? It, no, but Hitler isn't in the book. Yeah. <laughs> there, oh, I didn't realize There is that. no fantasy no, I, Hitler I, I, in I the book. I really suspect. Oh, wow. Yeah. It'll be the same on mine, yeah. my next one. But, like, that's an adaptation where, like, 
It's an adaptation, but he did a lot of stuff to make it his own movie. Correct. So he's taken the, the basic premise, and and it, it's a it's a great premise. You know, this kid is not a you know he he's, he doesn't know that the guy who's the hero of the nation is you know is so it's like his, and, yeah. and, and he's a yeah. bad kid. He's yeah. anti-Semitic. He's he's yeah. a Hitler youth. He's yeah. he's ready to grow up and embrace fascism. I yeah. mean, if something doesn't change, this kid. And certainly, if the Nazis don't lose World War yeah. II, he's going to live his life as a fascist adult. Uh, and, and, and yet, it's funny, it's charming, it's 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 got all these these surprises. Um, there's a there's a moment that just ripped your heart out. Um, when Sam Rockwell goes. Uh, um, no, that wouldn't make. Oh, that, that one, I cry great. every yeah, time. When he goes. Yes, but before that, it's it's he's chasing the butterfly. Oh yeah, which, the shoe. which yeah, is the. Which is the misdirect yeah. because it takes your eye off the thing that you're about to see yeah. and mm-hmm. finds his his spoiler alert finds his mother hanging in the square with those shoes. With the that shoes. is a director that he has shown you. That you, I you was know, so because yeah. I was like I kept seeing the shoes and I'm like that's cool he's showing the shoes and then I was like oh, yeah we were shit, like he's this... showing the shoes yeah, yeah. yeah she was like so... is this a Tarantino foot thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like does he own stock in this shoe I saw, company yeah. I saw in a packed theater and in fact Taiki did a Q and A afterwards but there was an audible gasp in that moment. Yeah. It. So and, good. And it's just, it's, it's a great That character script, is you know? also great because, like, the idea of, like, she's not hedging her bets, but, like, she's letting him be a Hitler youth because it would be safer for him. Because she's not yes, doing any right. of that, yeah, which is, right. like, which is totally believable. Yeah. And, like, and she's great in the movie. I think, it, did, she, did she get double oscar yeah. I don't know, because she was in Marriage Story the same year, is, but, like, it just, she's, yeah, she's great. Is the book similar, too, where his parents are also anti-fascist in the book? I, that Do I, that think, I don't know. Like, the only thing I know it, about the book, it was it was like he his Taiki's mother gave him the book, said I yeah. think this would make a good movie. He oh, read wow. it and then called the author and said I would like to do this, but hear me out. My my big. Yeah. I want to put Hitler in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, he has to play Hitler, and he does it so great. So well. so great. I I yeah. I you did. almost. Kind of feel bad for Hitler. Yeah, when he plays, it. when he yeah. plays, it. he's like everyone's being a real jerk yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would nominate everyone in it. It's yeah. it's a great movie. Um, right on down to the kid. Um, His best friend. Yeah, he's oh, so good. Oh, that kid, so he good. steals so every good. scene he's in. Oh, Jojo, it's a rough time to yeah. be a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> that kid steals every scene he's in. It's uh, just great. It's so now, how great. lucky are they to, to cast those two kids? They're no, both great. Uh, they, yeah, yeah, both great. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, love, love, love. Numero love. seven. Numero seven. Speaking of adaptations, where I suspect the book has nothing to do with how the movie turned out, there will be blood. <laughs> Adapted from a book that's just called Oil! Exclamation <laughs> point. God, it's fucking unforgettable. Like, he created one of the all time indelible characters, and I had to pick a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, and the other two I would have picked were the previous century. Uh, I yeah, think Magnolia and Boogie Nights. Yeah. I, I, I didn't. I thought Magnolia was like 2002. It's like, oh, it's got Magnolia's got to no, be my it's list. It's like, yeah, can't do it. And uh, yeah, it's, and not that he has like the Masters a great script. I'm not. A lot of people like Inherent Vice, but I think they're doing it to show off because yeah, I don't really fan. like that one. Yeah. But uh, Phantom Thread. Phantom Thread. Love Phantom yeah. Thread. Didn't like it. Didn't, no. We've no, had talks no. about it. Yeah. I, I like it. I'm so glad Licorice Piece is coming out to to, to take, clean out the Phantom yeah, Thread. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Phantom, yeah Phantom, you just don't like fashion. You well, know? no. Phantom Thread's the, just more of a bit. Like you either like the bit or you don't like the bit, and like. Well, but th- I think th- you turned to me. Yeah. Five ten minutes into the yeah. film, because you were laughing hysterically, yeah. and then you look and go, 
no one else realizes this is a comedy. Like if you're watching it as a comedy, it's fucking hilarious. But but there will be blood. I just uh, it it was in that year with the next movie on my list where like I I couldn't believe they were all both out at the same time and I could just keep going to the arc light and watching both of them. Um, Do you so, think yeah. there were milkshakes in the book? Were there? Yeah, did, did they, they drink, drink the milkshake? Did they drink the, the milkshake? Hard to know. That would be a nice thing. Another to perfect ending, yeah. Yeah. like just like where you don't <laughs> hold on. Perfect ending. <laughs> Here's where I'll take it to the perfect end. Perfect ending. And we've talked about this movie before. Um, I love it. Not on my list. I, there's no Paul Thomas. When Anderson he just on my says, list, "I'm finished," it's great. So I'm great. Finished. That's a but, perfect so, but last line. It's like so that. Well, first of all, and, and the beginning, it's it's twenty wordless minutes. Yeah. It, it's just it's just at the end of which he has a baby. Yeah. Well, but he also has to drag himself ten miles yeah. with two broken well, that, legs. But but that's the part that like, if you want to know why is he like this, I'm like, he's willing to do that, and if you're not willing to do that, he's got no time for you. And like, it's it's yeah. I love I, it. I love the movie, and it just I feel like it just this is a perfect movie, and then the last. 12, 15 minutes, it flies off the rails. It takes a big time jump forward, 20 years. Love it. Um, and then the, in a basket. And, and the bowling Sally scene, and I drink your milkshake. Oh, I love that. That's the best. It's, it's, it is. No, it's, 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 capital, it's capitalism <laughs> yelling at religion, saying you're a fucking liar, religion, and I know it. And it's just, it's so great. Uh, it's not, it's a great movie. It's, it's, it's yeah. just unforgettable. The, yeah. the dialogue is, the lines are just yeah. like, it's, it's so odd for like a prestige drama to like be like so quotable. Like I quoted like. Like I would quote Caddyshack or something yeah, like that. Yeah. That's like, the movie that ruined Paul Dano because since then he plays every role as if Daniel Day-Lewis is about to beat him to death with a bowling pin. Yeah. He, he's got this heightened, he's yeah. scared thing that he's... That, the, yeah, yeah, everyone that, stay that, tuned for the Riddler. Go, go back to the Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. It worked in Prisoners. It's weird in other things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but number, number seven. Number seven. Uh, again, only one Coen Brothers movie. I, I, you know, I only wanted to... And I went way back, almost to 2000. 2000. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, Ooh. Brother, Where Art Thou? It's just... Uh, what a little comic gem. Yeah, um, There's, yeah you I, know, know, you, I, I didn't think about that one. I mean, I love them all. There's just so many songs... Which I which are great, I was but say, like, is that a negative? I like no, no, no. I'm just saying, forty percent of the script is done for you. But, <laughs> but, but you know, but you had to write the song. Yeah, there you go. And no, they're you, no, I know. And you bring up an interesting point. That's one reason why there's very few action movies on my my. Yeah, because, because like, if you, you read you the screenplay, the, action movies are like they fight, they fight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you know, the Avengers Endgame. There's got to be seventy minutes of battle. Yeah. So he, yeah. You know. Anyway, not to denigrate that, but no, brother, we're out there. It's like, you know, first he takes that that weird kernel of an idea of Sullivan's Travels. Yeah. You know, very a famous Preston Sturges movie. Yeah. Um, Layers it on the Odyssey. Yeah, and just and and just oh my God, Clooney, so funny. So good. Um, Tuturo, so they're all so. What's wrong, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Big Dave? What's his name? What's he? I forget what's she name. loved him up like a frog. <laughs> uh, John Goodman shows up. Uh, Holly Hunter. I mean, everybody in this. Yeah. Machine Gun Kelly. I mean, yeah. every, everybody. They're bona fide. It's oh, bona fide. These are bona fide over and over again. <laughs> Um, and then the miraculous event. I mean, yeah. it all builds to this to a miracle. Uh-huh. Um, it's just uh, you know, I yeah. just, just love everything it's, about it. Yeah, it's great. 
I, I, yeah, I, I, and and so I looked at the other Coen Brothers movies. I think more than then, I think more than anything, like, yeah, Coen Brothers. There could be five on here, maybe. But. Yeah, um, but this is the one that that just yeah. landed hard for me. Yeah, it's great. My number six also a Coen Brothers movie. Ooh. It was almost because this is now just the Coen Brothers slot, I guess. But like, it was almost a serious man just so we could talk about how good that movie is and more people should watch it (laughs) you want to talk about an ending that hits you um, uh, that one does Uh, when the Um, phone rings yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) or just the kid like huh Um, but uh, I went with the one they won the Oscar for Uh, speaking this is a different kind of adaptation because I've read this book and like they kind of literally adapted it but they made it such a Coen Brothers movie and, like, I think made the book better because the book's pulp and the movie feels like a little bit more just the way they handle it tonally. And it's uh, No Country for Old Men. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, th- I don't think I have to defend <coughs> Best Picture winners that much. But uh, it's also just, like, speaking of perfect adaptations, I just wrote down, like, how many people have done Cormac McCarthy? How many talented people have done Cormac McCarthy not well? So just, like, he's, and like... Uh, all the pretty horses. I don't think that's anyone's favorite adaptation. Right. And like, yeah, no. The road is weird because they made. They didn't seem to understand that like you can't make the dad cuddly in that movie, and he kind of is. Yeah. And like, and uh, you know the the a lot of people like that original one he wrote that Ridley Scott did that I'm forgetting what it's called. It's the Counselor, but that like even that one coming directly from the source like. It's, he's a hard guy to adapt into movies without just like pummeling an audience. And uh, No Country for Old Men is just—it's just such a kind of perfect movie. And like, it's like it's like there will be blood in Magnolia and a lot of other movies. Like, where it's not gonna completely tell you everything that's going on and what you're supposed to get out of it. But like, it, like it's just such a fun movie to watch and then talk about. And like, that's my favorite kind of movie. So that's and and it. It's, it's so unexpected as a as a screenplay. It's so unexpected as a script. When and it, spoiler alert, when you're you're watching this cat and mouse game for the whole movie, yeah. and then the your protagonist dies uh, off camera. Dies off camera. Yeah. He's killed off camera, and so much so that I thought that was a MacGuffin. I thought they don't show you the body. Yeah. So it's not him. Josh yeah. Brolin is still he's hiding in yeah. the blah blah blah. Yeah. Because we're trained yeah. to know this is how movies work, and it's like no, he's fucking dead. No, it's yeah. he's dead, and like you uh, and like you have to try to understand it, and then they're yes. like that's all about like not being a guy trying to understand it. It's like you were like oh, it's about Tommy Lee Jones trying to understand it, and whether understanding it is possible. And then I woke up. <laughs> and then I woke up. <laughs> I also think that that's why a series... And I also think that's... With a clock ticking. And I also think um, that's uh, why Serious Man ends, ends with a giant tornado. <laughs> You're just like, oh, the other one ended too suddenly, did it? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah no, it's, 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 it's a great movie. Um, and it's... But yeah, Cobra, what else this year? Uh, True Grit. Great, fun. Yeah. I thought you were um, going to say True Grit. Oh, um, uh, I love the... Um, the, the Buster Scruggs. Buster Scruggs. Love Buster yeah. Scruggs, yeah. yeah. I heard and my- you talk about you know what he was willing to do, Daniel Day-Lewis, in, in There Will Be Blood. There's the one with Tom Waits, yeah. where he's he's gold mining and he digs the hole and he does the work, yeah. and then mm-hmm. King comes along and shoots him in the back, yeah. and then and he's he's so mad, yeah. not just because you ain't hit nothing but guts. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. He's like, I did all the work. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, it's a metaphor for, for how older people yeah. must think about the world. I did all the work, and these young guys come in and yeah. take everything. It's, it it's great how yeah. every one of those stories stands alone, but it's also completely about every other story in that thing. It's just, yeah, it's a great it, movie. That, a, that, would, that could make the list, too. That like could make the list, Coen too. Brothers. Um, go ahead. No, yeah. Oh. I was going to say, what's your number six? My number six is what we were just talking about it. Get out. Get out. I mean, talk about a great script. Love it. Talk about a great script, and it's like it's so, and and you know it it works at face value. It works at 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 the at the at the sub level as an allegory, and then you know subsequently all the all the little Easter eggs I didn't catch. Yeah. But but you know I've read about them since, and and one of them that really just blows my mind is. When he's tied to the chair and he's pulling the stuffing out of the chair, yeah. he's literally picking cotton. Yeah. He's picking cotton to save his life. It's like oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and there's and there's twenty of those in yeah. the movie. But it's it it's it's just it's such a good script and it's so, so and it's so you know what a great piece of horror slash satire I, slash you know whatever freak, you want to call. Was it, it maybe that was a Shape of Water year? I think I was like, man, it'd be. Though it's cool, the Shape of Water one, because that's a that's a weird ass movie to win Best Picture. But if if that's the year I'm thinking of, but like, just remember thinking, man, it'd be fucking cool to get out one. I mean. <laughs> he, he won Best Screenplay. It did win Best Screenplay, yeah. rightfully so. Yeah, it's a great script. Um, yes. But uh, yeah, it's it's my favorite episode of uh, racially charged Twilight Zone. I love it. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Allison Williams on the phone. With Little Rel at the end, some of my favorite one oh. scene acting I've ever seen, oh. where she's completely dead eyed, but playing the old version of herself on the phone, which right. is just creepy as hell. And, and everyone's just so and good. The, the ending, one, the one woman who plays the grandmother, who's now inside the maid, like oh. what that maid has to play in that oh, one yeah. scene that was oh, pretty much no, the whole trailer. No, 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 just like oh man, so good. Um, and, and you know. How did you find me? Yeah. MTS motherfucking it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, and that ending. That ending oh, that, so that, that ending at that time in America where you're like, yeah. oh. Oh, the police car shows up, he's like, he's yeah. fucked. Where he's they, fucked. Where they, where they got to do both. Yes. Where they got to make you think it's a police car, think about that that version of the ending, and then give you the fun version yeah. of the ending yeah. is like a real fucking fun little it's miracle a great flip. they pulled It's off. a great flip. Right. Um, I would put any of yours on my list, by the way. We're not we're not crossing over much, but I would put any of them. Number um, five. Number five. Uh, I put a Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Again, there's uh, this top part is just like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick one because I, I I love their work. I, I went with Inglorious Bastards because it's the first time he did the bit where he <laughs> fixed history through uh, <laughs> referencing old movies and. Uh, I also just think that Christoph Waltz character is kind of one for the oh, ages. Great. That might be the best opening scene or an argument it's, for one of the best opening scenes ever in a movie. With with underlying menace, it's like yeah. you're playing on the surface, it's like, oh let's have some milk yeah. and let's have yeah. a yeah. and you're just waiting for something yeah. you know. For me, it, it's so sort of like drifting under the table uh, and like, oh my uh, god. First of all, when the when the Jeep pulls up with the Nazis in it. 
the, the farmer is outside. Cutting wood. And he's got an axe in his hand, and there's a clothesline full of white sheets. Yeah. And I think, this is going to end badly, and there's going to yeah. be blood, blood all over the He's doing this on yes. purpose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he doesn't do that. Yeah. He just has that long, long yeah. scene of quiet menace. Yeah. It's great. I could have made my list. Um, and it, in the beginning and the end are so memorable that I think people forget how good the middle is. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so all good. Those scenes in the middle. <laughs> That's the bingo. That's the bingo. Wait for Oh, cream! It's good, and I love the revisionist history, and I love the little directorial touches. I love the guy sitting down with the bombs on the and the, and the, it was like the Superman X ray vision. It's yeah. just like, here's the two circles to show you they have bombs on their ankles. Yeah. And just the build of, like, hanging out with Brad Pitt's character, and he's doing yeah. this wonderfully over-the-top old-fashioned... Buongiorno! Exactly. <laughs> and it builds to the moment where he has to play... <laughs> He has to play Italian. He's like, bon giorno. And the other guy's just speaking yeah. silently because yes. he can't speak Italian. Oh. It's just like, then it's that funny and also horrifying. Yeah. And just, it's, it's just, and like, Mike, that's fast bender Diane Kruger scene yeah. in the middle yeah. where like, we know it's going to go bad, but when? And yeah. it just keeps going different ways it could go bad. And then the way it does go bad, you're like, really? That way? You're like, holy shit, it's already <laughs> happening. And it's, like, and, and, uh, it's just such a it's blast great. to watch. I, for me, his last great movie. Um, oh, we'll talk. We don't yeah. need to talk about <laughs> the other one I like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, yes, yeah. I like it more than Django, and I like it more than. Yeah. Um, Once Upon a Time. No, I like it. I do like it more than Once Upon a Time, but I love Once Upon a Time, which is fine. Uh, if you don't, I get not liking it because <laughs> you know, you're pretty I, much look, just driving around having a good time. Yeah, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I don't think it's a great movie. I don't. So, yeah. so I know that's it's a, a mi- weird criticism. It's like I really had it's, a great time. It's but more. It's, of, it's like, more of a. Yeah. It's more of a vibe with yeah. a cool ending, but yeah. it's a real cool ending. Yeah. Um, and uh, I like. Yeah, Hateful Eight is weird, and then there we go. I like it still, but it's not one of his. You know, it, 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 his I, bad I, movies are better than other movies, right. except for yeah. the one in Grindhouse, which I don't like. Yeah, but I uh, love Jennifer Jason Leigh in, in Hateful Eight. Yeah. I just hate the movie's just too. Just it's hateful. Have, yeah, it's hateful. It really uh, is. It's hateful and it's long and it's self indulgent. I wish Quentin Tarantino, not to digress, he's, he says he's going he to make one more Star movie. Trek. I wish he would make a movie that's a movie. Like he's made nine movies and they're all about other movies. They're yeah. all they're, they're yeah. all the derivative of cinema. I think it's make a movie that I want to make a make I a think movie completely original. Yes, and yeah. he wants to do a yeah. Star Trek. I think that would be fascinating. Not original either. Though. No, I know, but he would he would have to tell a story within someone else's rules. I mean, it's like it'd be really weird if Foxy Brown got oh, teamed up on. Oh, I see what on, you mean. Yeah, but make a movie about feet. Make but, a movie but, about yeah. feet. He, he, he grew up in the in the valley. He he a double feature. He grew up in the Valley nerdy kid in video stores like where's where's that right. yeah. where's that personal story I would love yeah. to hear from him yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think the closest was probably Jackie Brown but like as far as no, like um, he didn't direct it a true romance true romance yeah. is about him yeah. yeah if he got in a lot of action sequences <laughs> um, but uh, and had a baboon hey Tony Scott directed it and he did a hell of a job R.I.P. Um, What's your number five? Ken? My number five is Almost Famous. Almost Ooh, Famous! I do like that one. Uh, what do you love about and it? I First of all, everything. That's the letter U. It's, it's great. Um, obviously, it's a great script. I think, again, talking about like how Penn's Labyrinth maybe ranks too low yeah. as far as where I like the movie. I think Almost Famous might be my second favorite movie on the list. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it's, yeah. just, it's just so much fun to watch. And, and yeah, of course, he's churning all the music and pushing all the buttons. Yeah. And the performances are so good. 
Um, but it's just you know it's a it's a really you know it's you know it's a great you like, script. Do you it's, like the uh, the the theatrical cut or the bootleg cut? Which I, they, I don't think I've ever seen the bootleg oh, cut. It's longer. Yeah. Uh, I so think the theatrical cut is so good. I actually prefer it. But yeah. like I think that's why the bootleg cut is called the bootleg cut and not the director's cut. It's like if you want it's like it's that cheat where like I'm not saying this is better, but here's more. Um but Is the, it just more golden god scenes jumping into pools? No, yeah, it's more pools. Yeah. He goes pools. to several hotels and jumps in. <laughs> it's actually more Hoffman. There's a lot more phone calls oh, with Hoffman okay. and stuff yeah. like that. But yeah, almost fin- I saw it in college. It's a great movie. Um my favorite moment is really early, which is when the little kid goes, Eleven! But, uh, yes. but the whole movie is pretty great. Um, it's, it's, no, he's Mother Francis McDormand. Billy Crudup, he's, just, he's irresistible. But that's a vibe movie to yeah. me. Like, like, there's a story, but it's more just like, Kind of floating through the movie and like it just yeah. and it feels great and like yeah. and but 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 that's okay. It's in the script. He's, no, it's, he, I'm yeah, not saying he, it's yeah. not okay. I'm he's just saying a, he's got to write those. I'm just scenes saying and put be, be confident that that I'm not. There's there's not a big narrative engine yeah. here. Yeah, you know, but but I'm confident that these scenes with these people yeah. and especially these young people trying to find their way in the world is going to add up to something. Yeah, and, and it does. Yeah. I'm just saying put Manson at the end, and <laughs> they're pretty similar. Uh, but, you know, it's a great movie. Um, when he shows favorite, up at Rolling Stone and the guy just looks at him and says, far out. It's <laughs> so weird when, like, like how good Cameron Crowe was. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, like, those movies aren't good, by the way. It's not like they were misunderstood, but, like, like I don't think Elizabeth Town is a good movie, and, I like, Aloha is super weird, and, like, but just, like, He's just kind of like, all right, you can you can go now. But like his run of say anything singles, Jerry Maguire, almost famous, yeah. is like you can take it against any other four movies. Like it's it's really he had a voice and he was really he probably he still has a voice, but like isn't it based so good on for his one. life though? Well, that, almost that famous, famous is. So that, that's that what one I mean. especially like, you're not almost famous screw your is. Story and I'm glad it's not his first movie because he wouldn't have handled it as, as well. Um, I'm glad. Yeah, it's he, also he, a little he, obnoxious he to, to do that. first. Like, here's my bio. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> yeah. I'm really <laughs> right out of the box. I'm going to tell you about it. Yeah, as Ken said, Quentin does it now on his tenth one. That's what I was going to say. That Though I guess true romance Yes, that's exactly like what I want from want Tarantino. That? Yes, yeah. do, that, do the that, movie that version of that. Yeah, that's like what I mean. do yeah. Cinema Paradiso for yep. Schlock. Yep, and like he's the little kid. Let you know. Let we'll just do it. Yeah. All right, that cut that out. Cut that out because it's a great <laughs> idea. <Yeah. laughs> um, We're going to register that on the WGA yeah. side. Uh, number four. I um in the four hole is my Wes Anderson pick. Um, I could have picked a lot of them. I could have put some animated ones so in many. it. I love them all. I probably could have put all of them except Darjeeling on here. Um, I agree. And uh, half my list could. But have been one of my favorite movies, one that both me and our the host of our show uh, love and uh, love together is uh, the Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, yeah. It's a it's a perfect I'm sorry, Wes Anderson that, that's movie. Your number of- Number four. Th- number four. Number four. It's my number two. Number two. <laughs> and I thought I had screwed it up, but then I looked at what I submitted. I thought I had put Grand Budapest, which is not a screw up because it should be it's on the list. But too. like, uh, but Royal Tenenbaums, that one is like nothing beats that. I think. Yeah, I think that's his his maybe his most West Anderson and like 
it's the best version of what he wants to clearly do with every movie. <laughs> and Although and, we'll find out this Friday. Everybody seems to love the new one. Yeah, that's true. I, yeah, that one might be a little too uh, episodic yeah. because it literally is. Yeah. But this is so just like... It's tight. It's tight. Mm-hmm. And it tells the story of this family yeah. and it is allowed to have all these idiosyncrasies because he's created a world where they make sense and like... Gene fucking Hackman. That is one of the great characters. You know the story on that, on Gene yeah. Hackman? He said, he, they said, we're going to write you this part, and um, we want to talk about what you want to do with it. And he's like, listen, don't write the part for me. Write a part, and I'll and I'll play it. And then they on the commentary, he goes, we totally wrote because <laughs> it's just like he is so perfect yeah. in that movie yeah. he might not have had a fun time but like I don't know what the stories are but he's gotta know that that's one of his best performances and one of the best film performances ever like it's just so indelible him putting a wooden spoon in his mouth oh, it's just God. like it's just so much about that that it's just so perfect it's a it's a perfect little movie and it and it builds to this like moment with his son where he gets a Dalmatian from the fireman and it's like, holy shit, am I going to cry now after all this? Because like, it's that moment of I erupt your Because they kill the dog because yeah. they're running over the yeah, dog. Yeah, he brings over the dog and he's like, it's the first time Ben Stiller breaks because I had a really rough year, dad. And I'm just like, how did you earn that? Because it's all been like sniping it's, and like... It's go- a little goofy. Yeah, but, and it, yeah. And it, but you care about them so much that you're glad that the movie offers this moment for them at the end. They're all in just, pain. Everybody's yeah. suffering. Everybody's yeah. just having this, this, this yeah, awful time. Yeah, sometimes you got to put on your black yeah. Adidas tracksuit. Right, right. And you talk about Gene Hackman and those, those little moments is a moment where... Um, Hackman and Ben Stiller, they're talking to a lawyer about the money he stole from him. And and Ben Stiller lays out the blah, blah, blah. And then he just turns to his left and he says, when I was seven. And the camera just does this. And Gene Hackman's sitting there and he just goes, <laughs> just, like just a little chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> like, what a great, what a great. So great. Yeah, what a so great moment. Great, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I can't disagree. Number two on my list, there's so many Wes Andersons I could put on here. Yeah. I think, I think as he's gotten more ambitious, um, look, Mr. Fox is great, stop action notwithstanding. Um, Grand Budapest Hotel, I yeah. love it. Maybe it's a better movie, but I, it's a bigger I, movie. I can't shake the way I felt when I walked out of the Royal Tenenbaums. So, so it, it just stays my favorite you know, Wes Anderson. Well, and you know, and I hear certain songs from it, like the Needle and the Hay song, and back. I immediately am picturing him shaving his head. Like yeah. I can't. He it, used the Charlie Brown song of that, and I have that earmarked for a movie for for more than twenty five years. Like eh, you ruined it for me. And, like, and then yeah. Arrested yeah. Development took it. Like you assholes, you're yeah. all taking it. <laughs> um, but. Um, you know what it also might be, and it, this just dawns on me now because I I love and also Moonrise Kingdom and like yeah. but uh, Royal Tenenbaums you quote like I don't yeah. quote Grand Budapest like regularly but there are lines in Royal Tenenbaums that if I said it, that are the funniest lines like you know uh, we all know that Custer died at the <laughs> Battle of Little Bighorn but what this novel presupposes is maybe he didn't like. <laughs> It's just like that's such an insanely funny line, and like that's the last time you put a knife in me. 
Um, that's the last time in that film. It's great. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We got another body to check out yeah. when he's in the cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> Remembers that he's gotta go. See he's terrible. He's, he's gotta go wife. see Ben Stiller's wife. dead wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's 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 just such just a the first time he's yeah. the argument he has with with Danny Glover. He's like, yeah, you want to talk some jive? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he, what does he call him? He calls him Satchmo? Does Satchmo. He, yeah, he calls him Satchmo. And that perfect scene where he can't decide what lie to tell Angelica Houston, and it's one shot. Oh, I'm dying. I'm dying. And, and the camera just tracks yeah, back. Yeah. And he, he, no, it stays. They keep leaving it. Oh, is that what back. it is? She keeps leaving yes. it. He's like, baby, I'm not dying. Yeah. And then she has to keep coming back. And she hits him. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. Yeah. It's, it's written great. in kind of an obsolete vernacular. Wildcat. Anyway. That, even, that Owen Wilson interview about his novel is so good. Or even when he makes, he's like, lights out. Them's yeah. the rules, old man. And, and he, he d- turns, because he's like, what are you mean? And then he oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. comes yeah. and he's like, yeah. And it's the same, uh, it's the same gag. He, not gag, but like, the, ti- the invoking the title he does from Rushmore, but it's so great. It's like, where he says, I always wanted to be a Tenenbaum, and the guy says, me too. And <laughs> he's the dad. <laughs> no, it's, it's a, it's a great is, movie. It's up there with the, she's my Rushmore, Max. She was mine first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, done the ga- he's done the bit twice, and it worked both times. Good for you. Number four. It's my number two. Okay. What's your number four? My number four is my Pixar movie. It's And again, I could have put five on this list. It's Up. Up. And... Um, you know, talk about a, a, a great script. It's Twenty wordless minutes. You know, same just, guy who did Inside <laughs> Out. Pete Doctor getting a lot of play. Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just and and just when you think you know what it's about. Oh, the, this beautiful romance, the broken old man, the yeah. balloons, yeah. and it and it's him and the kid, him and the kid. It's a two-hander, right? Yeah. And they're going to make each other better. And then they throw in this crazy story with the Christopher yeah. Plummer character. It's like, what's happening now? Yeah. It's so weird. So it's yeah. the crazy yes. story that makes it... Yes, that elevates that it. That elevates yeah. it for yes. you, yeah. but makes it like, yeah. oh my God, this is such an emotionally stirring movie. And like the balloons and like dogs are flying planes. Yeah, but, but, <laughs> but that would run out of steam, you know, yeah. just, like, just like the lobster has nowhere to go at a yeah. certain point. It would run out of steam. And the, the old man and the kid, you know, how, how many times yeah. can we keep hitting that? And when the dog shows up, the talking dog shows yeah. up. And, sure. Um, yeah, then yeah. it just gets into crazy. T- and, and, but, and you feel... You feel Jeopardy every time one of those balloons pop. Yeah. You feel it's like, yeah. oh man, it's a, like like it's a cartoon. But I'm like, what's gonna happen next? And maybe the most accurate portrayal of a, a dog ever <laughs> in, in a movie. Squirrel. Yeah, I was hiding behind. I was hiding under the porch because I love you. <laughs> um, great, great movie. Again. It, 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 yeah, I think we both made the same policy, pretty much. But like, could put all the Wes Andersons, could put most uh, most of the Pixar's. You yeah. know, I'm looking at you, Cars too. You're not making it, but like, you know, most of them. Yeah, bunch of Coen Brothers. Uh, bunch and, of Coen Brothers. And, and that's it. PTAs. That's fifteen easy. Yeah. Easy. And, and yeah, and a couple in the McDonough Brothers. Like, yep. at least one each. Um, but yeah, that's a great one. Up. Yeah, I actually. Um Watch that, and then Step Brothers back to back. And I think that's why I think Step Brothers is even funnier because I was so depressed by Up 
that I needed something to make yes, me happy it, it, inside again. It, it was a palate cleanser. Because it, it did. It, it, I remember yes. my roommate turning to me and being like, "This movie really messed me up." Because it's like you yeah. know the sweet you old couple, and then we'll yeah. watch a good dark movie and like I gotta watch. I need a the opening credits of an Austin Powers movie yeah, or something, something to get like get because I can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, and I pushed through Underground Railroad, and then the next I was like, "What do you want to watch? It's got to be a comedy. It's got to yeah. be a comedy." Yeah. Did you watch oh, this? Uh, only Murders? Did you watch Only Murders in the building? You haven't finished it yet, though. Oh. It's not holding my attention. No, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm excited really that they're yeah. doing things. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> I, am, I am too. I'll get, I'll get back. To um, it. Well, we already did three, but you guys can remind us of what your threes are again. Three, mine was Eternal Sunshine. And mine number three was in Bruges. And you already did your two, because it was already, Royal Tenenbaums. I already did my two. Yeah. So here's, here's what, because we have one more crossover, and it's my two, and it's his one. Ooh. So I, let's talk about that one last, and I'll say my one, and it's only one because I can't believe it exists. And the, my number one is Adaptation by Charlie Kaufman, which is literally, we want to talk about a list writ, done by writers, like just like, it's the thing that when you're blocked and you don't know what to do, you say, what if I did this? And then he actually did it. What would Donald do? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he actually did it and made it and won an Oscar for doing it. And, and, had, it, and had to share it with Donald it, Kaufman. D- Donald Kaufman, who is not a person. Who is not a person. <laughs> He's on the credits. He's on the credits. You got to keep that bit going. Imagine me and you. Oh. Um it's and Nicolas Cage is great, Meryl Streep's great, it's everyone's great. great. It's like and it's, and it's a better adaptation than that book would have gotten. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like, can you imagine in any serious world, the studio bringing you a book and saying, "We're gonna make a movie out of this," yeah. and and just getting that back. Yeah, and, exactly. And just like, and just like, just like mm-hmm. this is gonna run out of gas. Me worrying yeah. about writing it will not run out of gas. So I'm gonna make the script that. And it's just, it just it points for balls and difficulty is why I put, because any of these pretty much, you know, could be any point on the list, but like, uh, I put that one on the top because I'm like, holy shit, dude. It, <laughs> it's great. You know, when, when, I'm, when I'm torn between my Kaufman's, between my Eternal Sunshine and my adaptation, you're right, the edge goes to the writer's movie, yeah. where, where literally the third act is written by Donald. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're just like... And it's so. I don't watch that movie about me, yeah. <laughs> written by a genius. <laughs> and, it's, and, and it's so referential to to being John Malkovich. Yeah, they literally have those scenes and those actors yeah. in the background, oh, so and everybody likes Donald and nobody likes Charlie. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Um, and when Meryl Streep just says, "We have to kill him." Yeah. <laughs> and it's that uh, moment where clearly someone else has taken over. Yes, that's it. Yes, it's like what's happening here. Yeah, it's no, it, it's great. Can't argue with that at all. We so have, my number one is your have, number two. We have to kill him. Uh, yes, it's my favorite movie of of the new century. But it's, it's the still mo- your two. Though. It's because script. Because right. I was just like, it's a great script, and I love it. But it's also there's a lot of just like. Well, let's let, let's let the bear out of the bag. Yeah, it's exactly. Paddington, Paddington 2, 2 is my number movie. one movie. It's Come the movie on. I want to live inside of. <laughs> it's the movie uh, we walked four miles to to see it in the theater to get exercise and then walked back. We floated home. Like, it's like it was that kind of movie where just like, can you believe that that movie, like, can, so good. it changes your cellular it nature. It's just so just like positive without being graining, grading and just, oh my god I think it's all that I think look are there better movies on my list you know I don't know maybe for you but, but like, 
But is there a better movie? And most people would likely say so, but it's... But is there a better movie for the world on your It's like, it's just, it, it's what a movie's supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, maybe not Schindler's List, but yeah. it's just, you feel it, it's joyful, it's unexpected, and, and, and all that stuff is in the script. Yeah, the director's doing stuff, and the actor's got... Has Hugh Grant had that much fun in a movie Never. in Never. his whole career? Ever. But to Probably even not. to take the, uh, the, the... Like, even to the point where we're going to have a villain who is clearly the villain, but we're also going to love him and love how things pay yes. off for him. Yeah. Everyone gets a payoff. Everyone, everyone is yeah, better yeah. for being a character in this movie. Just like everyone is better for watching this movie. Yeah. And, it, and you feel sad for Paddington. They yeah. leave, they, they break out of prison. They leave yeah. him behind. He's, they do They do the misdirect where the whole movie's about getting a gift for the, the, the Aunt Lucy. <laughs> and then like, what do you mean they didn't get it in yeah. time? And then like, there's a knock on their body. Like, Don't do it, movie. I can't handle this emotionally. Because <laughs> like, I am weeping at the sequel to uh. Paddington. <laughs> And just like, and it's got like some, like he out Wes Anderson's Wes Anderson sometimes that mm-hmm. scene when they, when he's in the, uh, the prison where you, where you talk to your visitor, the visitor room. Right. Yeah. And like, he just has to introduce everybody and, and they all have to pop in and goes, hello, hello. And it's just like, it's so just what I want in a movie. It's, it's the, and it's the sequel and the first one is good. Yeah, the first one that's is really the other, good. It's but, not like, but it's yeah, like, that rarely like, happens. Yeah. Yeah. The sequel would yeah. be that much Yeah, the, the argument can be made for The Godfather and maybe that's it. Uh, I don't gonna, know. Yeah. 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 This, this Jaws, is Godfather no, yeah. too. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jaws 3D. Jaws 3D. Grease 2, you would make the argument. No, it's it's a great movie. It tops my list. So that's our 15. That's our 15. And, and we're going to do this again next month. I'm winking very hard. We're going to do next when, month. When, when the list comes out yes. and we see it yeah, the Ernst with and the Young. rest of the people. Oh, no, I see the Ernst and Young accountants outside <laughs> with the suitcase <laughs> handcuffed yeah. to their arm. And then we're going to talk about the 101 and, and did how many of our movies wound up on the list, etc. Tune in for that. And thank you for listening to Whatever This Was. <laughs> <laughs>